Welcome to the Keys to Dream podcast, where we believe literacy, creativity, inspiration, and representation are the keys to unlocking the voice of your inner child. This is a creative space for parents, children, and aspiring authors and illustrators. Let's Let's dream dream together. together. Well, today we'll be discussing our process in creating our first self-published book. Come with us and color outside the lines. So the first step in our process was doing research. We started at the bottom. Neither one of us really had any insights on what was needed to create a book, what was needed to publish a book, what was needed to even become a publishing company. So we did a lot of research on the front end to make sure that we were doing it the correct way. Um, I know I started out with researching art styles and different artists and really honing in on what do we want it to look like, um, who are we targeting, and what did they expect to see. I think that's a big thing with books like this, particularly for children, is they do have a bit of a wireframe on how to create books for a certain age group. Um, So we started at, okay, what age do we wanna target? And then what kind of fit within the lines of that? Um, There was other research as far as what we wanted to write about, which Jara did most of that research on her end. Yeah, so I did a lot of research about autism. Um, For those of you who don't know, our first children's book is about autism. Um, And though I've worked in the field for a number of years, I really just wanted to get a broader spectrum of um, what autism is like for every child and not just for one specific child because it's not one size fits all. Um, So we did a lot of research on autism and then we also did a survey for parents um, because although we are writing this um, children's book from our perspective it doesn't serve a purpose if we're not getting the perspective of the people who we want to purchase this book and who are going to be impacted by this book Um, so we did a survey of parents to really see what they wanted um, out of this book what they wanted to know what they wanted to learn and what they wanted to see yeah and I think even on the back end of that we kind of did some research on just how books are made like who to go through who can we print through how much does it cost? Who takes off the top? Like, there's so many places that you have to do the research for. Um, again, us coming out the gate not knowing anything. Um, Google is your friend. We Googled a lot of things constantly. Um, just kind of learning from others' mistakes as much as we could and then making mistakes on our own. But um, yeah, that's where I would start if you're wanting to create your own book is just research, research, research. For who? You know, what do you want it to say? What do you want it to say about your business in the umbrella of what you're publishing under? Um, what's the meaning of the book? Yeah. What does it mean to you? What does it mean to the person that reads it, to the children that read it? Um, and then get into more of the nitty gritty of what does it look like? Mm-hmm. And what do I want people to take away from it visually? And in the writing, you know, what do I want people to take away from the messaging of it all? So right. that's where I would say if, if you're kind of lost in trying to figure out where to start, I would just start researching and figure out what is it (laughs) and Mm -hmm. then get started in like figuring out the nitty gritty of each level. Absolutely. And the next portion that we kind of went into was the writing. And this was one of the longest portions of the phase. And I will tell you, I went through a number of drafts. I look back now on my first draft and it was trash, okay? (laughs) Um, I was so 
uh, nervous about getting my um, editor's remarks back from the first draft because this was my first time writing a children's book. I've I've written things before, but this is my first children's book. And so um, there were some things that I just wasn't aware of as far as like the structure of the story. So I started with my first draft, sent it to the editor, and it pretty much came back with red marks all over it. So I don't want you to be discouraged if your first draft comes back and there's a lot of things that need to be changed. Um, that's what editors are here for. They're here to make our stories better. They're here to help us construct them in a way that would be reader friendly for our audience. Um, and that's exactly what our editor did. So I then took those edits, went back to the drawing board a bit and um, began the writing process. And I wouldn't say all over again, but for certain pieces, it had to be reconstructed. So after the editing process, reconstructed that. Um, and some people go back and forth between that process 10 or 15 different times to create the story that they want to create. I personally didn't go through that many times. We'll go through the editing process probably twice um, before our book is finished. But yeah, that was the, the writing portion. And then kind of coming out of that, like, we kind of wanted to get into, okay, what does it look like, right? So we had all these different avenues that we could have taken with the illustration, and I took all of them. I was mm -hmm. like, we started at a comic book, oh and I was gosh, like, yes. okay, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do a comic book. And then <laughs> when we landed on, like, the age group, it was like, well, does that make sense for who we're trying to target? And it didn't. And it wasn't flowing. Um, I had never created a comic book or a children's book before, so... It didn't really come to me naturally and we were just like we're stuck like mm -hmm. it just don't feel right and then we just started reading other children's books and just absorbing that information and i was like okay let's just start over yeah like we got the writing down pack but like like let's start at the drawings like what's it yes. like and let me just like flow and coming out of that it became more of a picture book in style where it was very big splashy illustrations on pages um, we did kind of incorporate some of that comic book look and feel with like how we're treating conversations and how we're treating bubbles and thoughts and things like that. But the overall feel of it is a picture book, which was vastly different than starting out a comic book, which was, if you know a comic book, it's one page and there's a lot of panels. And you kind of work within those panels and those panels kind of lead you to the next page versus a picture book, which are bigger illustration that fill up an entire page and kind of leads you through the book. So that took a lot of back and forth. I feel like we wasted probably like a month and a half mm -hmm. down that path, um, but I think it was necessary. I think it was good for us to say, okay, this isn't feeling right. Let's just go back to scratch and yeah. like figure out what it should look like. Um, but kind of in the process that we've been doing here, I started out with Ruffs. Um, Jara, she had her, her stuff edited, her copy edited by the copy editor and she gave it to me and I said, okay, like, I read it and was like, okay, what I see when I read it? And I literally just like scribbled the whole book out um, on the iPad, which is what I used to illustrate. I scribbled it from the beginning to the end. And then we looked at it and I said, okay, this works. This doesn't, let's move this. Let's have them doing this. Um, but very simple illustrations, very simple sketches, just to get the idea across and to be able to put the words with the images and make sure they were working together. Um, you never want one to work over the other. Mm -hmm. um, you want them to be cohesive in how they are being shown. Um, so we did that part and then when we got that in a good spot, we moved over to like tighter rough sketches where I was drawing faces. Okay, what do people look like? You know, what are they wearing? You know, what 
are they doing? What are their hands doing? Like getting into the mm -hmm. details. Where are they at? Is it day? Is it night? Are they outside, inside? You know, if they're inside, what does the living room look like? Is there a TV? Is there a picture? Is there flowers? You know, details like that um, is what we got into next. And then now, which is kind of where we're at right now with illustration, it will be coloring. So we will be sending the tight roughs back to the editor, allowing her to look at, okay, these are complete sketches, tight sketches with copy. How is it working? Is there something we need to change? Because I would say to anybody, a, a huge tip would be never to completely dry out anything and then take it to be edited. Right. You never want to finish it because once you finish it, it is extremely hard to go back. Mm -hmm. You don't want to waste time fully coloring and fully illustrating and doing all of that front end work to have to go back and make changes. Right. Like changing a hand is a lot easier to do when it's a sketch than when it's a fully colored image. Mm -hmm. Like I'm telling you from experience, like it's hard to do. So we wanted to make sure we hit every step. That way once we got to this step, she would be looking at it in its totality and letting us know what else after that needed to be changed before we go into full color. So that would be our next stage of the illustration. It's just like blowing it all out, making it really pretty, mm -hmm. putting color to it, giving faces, giving skin tones, giving all the great things that we wanna do to it to really make it pop illustration and copy wise. Yeah, and I would add to that too, like it doesn't, we're not saying that you can't go back and do another round of editing after all of the drawings are complete. Um, a lot of people do that as well to make sure that the, 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 the flow of the imagery is cohesive, right? So to make sure like if Raj has on a green shirt on the first page that he has on a green shirt throughout the book, you know, some of those things can kind of get, get overlooked sometimes. And so we're not saying that you can't do it at the end, but you want to make sure that you're also doing it midway through the process to make sure that it's flowing correctly. Yeah, and I think that that's two different types of editing. Right. One set of editing is structural editing. Right. Where I have Raj outside, but Raj is supposed to be inside playing a video game. Right. Or I have Raj, you know, doing one hand gesture, but he's supposed to be doing another. Right. Structurally changing something is extremely hard once it's completely done. Absolutely. Now, once you get past the structure of it and the structure is correct, you can absolutely change the color for sure. Mm -hmm. Like once we fully color it, we will send it back out and say, okay, like, does it all flow together? Does mm -hmm. everybody's skin tone, is it consistent? Yeah. And whether the background, you know, is it supposed to be night or it's supposed to be day? Like, things like that, you're gonna always kind of edit to the very end. But I would never try to set yourself up for fair to have to go no. make structural changes once you've already completed a drawing. Yeah. That is extremely hard, and it I think it's a bit frustrating because you've gone through that lengthy process of doing it, and now somebody's like, oh, well, they're, you're looking at them from the front, you need to be looking at them from the back. Mm -hmm. And now you have to go back and redraw your roofs and mm -hmm. then go through the process all over again. Yeah. And then we can be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, you want me to start? You can start. Okay. So, for this part of it, we're going to be fully transparent. We don't know what we're doing on this part. Mm -mm. We just started the process of this next phase of it, which is like kind of gathering business filing documents. Um, we have been doing, again, research on who to go with, what do we need? Like, how do we make it a legit business? Because um, neither one of us have done this type of business before. Um, we're both kind of coming in as new entrepreneurs to this. Um, so we don't know, to be honest with you. We've been making calls, we've been talking to people, we did a consultation. We're actually at Broken Bowl in Oklahoma on vacation and we did a consultation with the CPA and, and her agency um, to just get information and say, okay, I have a product 
Now, how do we make it a business? How do you take a product to a business? And how do we do it in the way that's legal in the correct mm-hmm. way? And then how do you do it in a way that's set up correctly? Mm-hmm. So we don't have to go back and say, oh man, our taxes are messed up. Like, how do we go back and change it? Right. So we want to do it the right way. Um, I wish I had more information to give you guys on this subject, but as we figure it out, we will give out more information. Um, but it is a learning process for all of us. Um, we aren't coming to you as, oh, we know it all and we got it set up. Right. Nope, we're figuring it out just like everybody else, just mm-hmm. like you all are. And you're gonna make some mistakes and you're gonna make some good decisions and they're gonna eventually get you to where you wanna be. But yeah, we're actually in that process of figuring out those legal documents, figuring out how to make it a partnership, figuring out how to, you know, set it up for taxes to where it's beneficial for her and for me, you know, just that back end stuff that I haven't had experience with um, in my life or, you know, generationally. Um, so it's new and we'll get there. But yeah, as we figure out more of that information, we will definitely share it with you all. I will say that before we even talked to the CPA, we did sit down together and do a budget. Like, really talking about a like what we both were willing to put into this business and then also um looking at our potential expenses like what things are going to cost to get done um all of the editing and things like that like what those things cost um what it costs to print the book you know all of those facets so that we know um how much we are um how many expenses we have and yeah. how much income we could potentially come in. And and we've just set goals for ourselves. Um, and we'll see if, if we meet those goals. Um, but we set goals for ourselves to just kind of give us a gauge or a range of uh, what our uh, business expenses and income could potentially look like before we even talked to um, the CPA. Um, but the only other thing I can tell you about the business side is that Um, You do have to file an Articles of Incorporation um, with the state in which you're living in. And then you also have to obtain an EIN number um, for you to be able to to do business. Yeah, it's a process, y'all, because listen, Mm -hmm. I I am not like the taxes person. So all of this is new information for me. And it's a lot of gibberish right now. But I think who we found to go with. Her company is really good about teaching, mm-hmm. and I think that will help us in the long run as we continue this business, as we start bringing other publishers and illustrators on, uh, where we can say, okay, we know this is supposed to be like this, we know this is supposed to be like that, and we have some wherewithal to be able to dictate what people are doing for for us right. versus just like here, I hope you're doing it correct, you right. know. So I'm, I'm interested to see the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready to learn about it. Um, I think it'll be super beneficial for us as a business and us as individuals as well. Absolutely. So kind of the next and final-ish stage for us, which we're also still in the process in, is the book launch. So as we kind of mentioned before, we were in that process of editing. We kind of got those rough sketches done. We're right now in the tight rough sketches where we're sending that back to the editor, get that back, say, okay, these are our last kind of edits before we make um, the the book in full color. Um, and it'd be more in its final stages. So then it's like, okay, we got a product. Now what we do with it? How do we launch it? So we've been, again, researching. There's nothing I can say to this podcast is research, research, research. We started and said, okay, what do people do to launch their products? Not even just their books, but their products. And I, I have a marketing and advertising background. So I know some information on those things, but 
Um, the main thing was, you know, what incentivizes people to pick up a book they never heard of. Right. Um, and I think for us, we've been trying to figure out what's the best approach to that. Mm -hmm. And um, we're still figuring it out. We're figuring out, do we want to do pre-orders? We're figuring out, you know, how do we do an official launch? Do we want to go on other people's podcasts? Do we want to do in-person events? Um, do we want to do a pop-up shop? Do we want to go to a bookstore and sell our books? There's so many avenues mm -hmm. um, that I think for us at this point, it's like try them all, right. see what works for our audience and who we're trying to get to purchase these books. Um, particularly for us, I know we discussed more bulk purchases um, and trying to push that way, push to schools, push to hospitals, push to different places where kids kind of reside. Um, but we also want to sell, you know, to consumers as well on a one-on-one -on -one basis and build those relationships. Uh, we currently do have a site that is a work in progress, but Ooh. there's a lot of our resources there as well because yes. we don't want to just sell your book. We want to give you an experience and we want to build a community mm -hmm. around just having kids and, and giving information to kids. Um, this first book is about disabilities, but in a broader aspect, it's gonna be a, just about creating stories for kids that we wish we had, mm -hmm. to be honest, mm -hmm. um, in different avenues. Some disabilities, some not, some life, some just, just stuff, mm -hmm. you know, for kids. So, you know, figuring out that book launch is still a process that we're in currently, but I think we have a good start for it. Um, and I think as we continue down that path, we'll figure out what's working and what's not, and we'll pivot, you know, as needed. Yes, absolutely. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. um, still, I think we've been doing this, what, like, not a year yet? Ish. 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 A year-ish. Uh, we, we started in January of, what's this, 2022? We started mm -hmm. January of 2021. But then we took a long break because life happened. Listen, and it happened. And we like a had ton of to just shut it down yeah. for a second and regroup ourselves personally. Um, and then we got the ball rolling again back in August of 2021. Um, so since we've got the ball rolling again, we have not hit a year yet. We're close to that mark. Um, but we've had a lot of growing pains throughout this process. For sure. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I can say that we've gotten really good at is when we're, we're looking at our growing pains, we're not just acknowledging the pains, but we're also acknowledging the growth too. Um, and so in the, any process of starting a, a small business, any small business, there are going to be moments where you have growing pains. And, and my advice to you would be to just acknowledge the pain, but also take time to acknowledge the growth because that is what's happening as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like she, like she mentioned, like a lot of life happened um, that we didn't expect, that we didn't plan for. But we went into this understanding, okay, like we're going to start and... Mm -hmm. We don't know where it's gonna land, but we hope it's somewhere great. And you get kind of hit in the face and knocked down. And we both kind of picked ourselves up, picked each other up and said, okay, like this is secondary to our well-being. Mm -hmm. So let's put it on pause and then we'll pick it up when it's necessary and when we can. And then we did that. We picked it back up and we've been rolling kind of ever since. But mm -hmm. I hope if, if there's no other takeaway from this, one is research. Do your research. Mm -hmm. Google is there. It's free. Yes. There's a lot of information. You can yeah. figure it out. You don't have to go pay somebody. You don't have to trust people. Mm -hmm. You can figure it out with your own research. That would be the number one thing I would say. And then secondarily to that, I would say allow life to be life. 
allow it to be hard, allow it to throw you off and roll with it and stop and say, okay, like I gotta take a break from this for a little bit because we both have, you know, day jobs. Yes. Um, I have a job that I work a lot of hours. She works a lot of hours. Like I said, I work in the marketing field as a um, associate creative director. I'm a professional development director. So uh, essentially I teach both parents and professionals um, about their child's development. Yeah, which was perfect for this book, right? <laughs> like I was like, she works with kids. Like I work in marketing and illustration. Yeah. Like this is a perfect combination. Yeah. Perfect so, duo. But even even so with it being kind of a perfect setup, life happened. Yeah. And we had to put a stop to it, even though neither one of us really wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have to say, okay, like let it sit there. And if it's meant for us, it'll be for us when we come back and pick it up. Yeah. And I will say, since we picked it up, it's been a roll. Like yeah. still hard, still long nights, still is like super frustrated with, you know, what it's been a row. Um, even like, you know, kind of going back and forth on a lot of things and just getting back on the path that we wanted to be on. Um, but we're here and we're excited and yes, we, are. we are excited to launch this podcast for you guys yes. of all the things that we're doing right, all the things we're doing incorrectly, um, and just to hopefully, you know, either inspire or, you know, give information for anybody out there who wants to do what we're doing. Um, this is literally the beginning of what we feel like is something really great and something that's not just great for us, but that has a lot of meaning behind it. Um, and we can't wait for you guys to get in your hands and read it to your kids. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We really appreciate y'all being here with us. We will be talking about our publishing company and how we get to where we're creating books and releasing them to you all. So we hope that you come back and visit us for information, for laughs, for, you know, cries and tears, for whatever you need. We hope you come back and listen to us and we hope we can give you something of value in the process. Absolutely. And stay tuned because the launch will be soon. Very soon. <laughs> See you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Also, follow Dream and Color Publications on Facebook and Instagram to stay in the know. Your feedback is very important to us, so don't forget to leave your review today. Thank you again, and until next time, don't be afraid to color outside the lines.